Guys, welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Live Lean TV. This show got pretty- You said it wrong. I did? Yeah, you said Hashtag Live Lean TV. Oh, I did. Oh, damn it. Oh, see, we're always telling you what not to do, <laughs> and you just did it. Yeah, and we had a little awkward moment at the end. Enjoy Yeah, a couple show. of awkward, but A little weird, awkward, weird like stuff. this feels like it was awkward right now. This is right actually now. awkward right now. Are you going to edit this? I don't think so. Okay. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Ask TV. Thank you for tuning in for episode number 38 of the podcast. We are killing it here on the show. We're almost getting ready for the new year. Yeah, you guys are killing it with your awesome questions. Thank you so much for bringing the content. This show is all about you and for you and thanks to you. It's all about you. So what you guys got to do, if you want to get your question answered on the show, it's all up through social media. So you got to follow us down here and post the questions. So Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook down there. Make sure you're following <laughs> us there. Make sure you use the hashtag AskLivelyTV. That's how your questions pop up. That's how we find them. Let's get into the show. And a little bit of advice for your questions. Make sure you tell us a little bit about your background. If it's a question about, you know, how you want to get results for your situation, tell us who you are, you know, male or female, a little bit of your stats, and then ask the question. That helps us. Okay, first question from the Black McLovin. <laughs> question is, hashtag AskLivingTV, I know sleep is important in muscle growth, but I don't get quality sleep because I have apnea. I sleep with a mask and it's not always comfortable. So could me not getting sleep now affect me making progress? Oh, sleep apnea, that's rough, bro. I feel ya. If you guys don't know what that means, it's like um, a condition where you kind of like wake up, you have like breathing issues while you're sleeping. I don't know exactly, you know, the mechanism behind it, but it's, the mask is like this big plastic thing you have to wear over your nose and mouth. Um, so yeah, that can't be comfortable. I don't think I would sleep very well without on either, but, um, you know, it's one of those situations where you just have to do the best that you can. It's not going to be perfect, and I don't really have any advice for how you're going to improve it because your health and well-being and, you know, ability to breathe is more important than muscle gains. Yeah, so I think, but <laughs> let's just put this in perspective. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, sure it's not optimal if you can't get 8 hours of quality sleep. Does that mean you can't get any results at all? No. You know, like great point. Yeah, that's the thing that we keep driving home with you guys is Forget living perfection. lean is not about being perfect. Nobody. So is. just because you can't get eight hours of deep quality sleep doesn't mean you just stop doing everything else that we talk about. True. I eat eating real healthy food and working out with intensity and uh, you know performing the right Passion. type type of mm -hmm. lifts and having fun with it. Mm -hmm. So do the best that you can do. Don't use sleep apnea, don't use timing, don't use past issues, don't use this, don't use that as excuses not to be able to just do something. Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely, really great point. All right, next Perfection question. Perfection is out, progress is in. Yes. Okay, so Anna says, um, Liveling TV, do you eat fish? If you do, what type of fish? Greetings from Portugal. All right, Anna from Twitter. Uh, we do eat fish. We don't typically make fish at home all that often. And I would say the reason for that is because, I mean, it tends to stink up the kitchen. We live in a condo building. That's so the real reason. Sometimes yeah. you can smell it out in the hallways. <laughs> um, another, we don't have windows in our kitchen, so the smell would kind of like linger. Another reason is I find it's more difficult finding high quality fish. 
uh, meaning wild fish. Um, you can yeah, get you can get farmed fish at Costco, but we just don't roll that way. Like we want to make sure that the meats that we're eating are the highest quality possible. Um, so we tend not to pick up farm salmon, um, but we will pick up like if it's uh, do they have haddock here on the west coast? Mm -hmm. That yeah, very I think so. But haddock, it's not as common, yeah. haddock back where I grew up on the east coast was easy to come by, and that was wild and it wasn't farm, so it was a good quality source of fish. Mm -hmm. um, but what I actually try to do is whenever I go out to eat and it's not a cheat meal night, I try to order fish off the menu is what I always try to do to right. get more or fish. Or like lamb or something that you else that you wouldn't cook in your house. But yeah. yeah, I think fish is a great source of, it's high in protein, you get fish oils from it. It's really like nutritionally good for you. Um, so I definitely recommend eating it and I like eating it myself, but like you said, it's we just don't eat it that often for those reasons. Yeah, we do but eat tuna. I, we definitely like it. We do eat tuna on occasion as well. Mm -hmm. It's not an everyday thing, we get it from a can and we get a higher quality source of tuna. It's quick, it's affordable, it's, yeah. it's something you can just keep in your pantry for times when you're in a pinch. Yeah. Um, but like if I you said, have no other protein source. But I, like I said, it's not an everyday thing. It's mm -hmm. something like, oh, you get home and you're tired, you don't have anything to throw together, you want something quick, can of tuna, boom. Yeah, done. we put it in our Live Lean 20 diet book for that reason because college kids can afford it. Yeah, you know, simple. anyone can cook with it. It's just easy and it's affordable. Yeah, and so. that that was the point of the Live Lean 20 diet.com yeah. program is that it's simplifying the way that you eat. So we take 20 ingredients to 20 healthy ingredients and just make 20 recipes using just those 20 ingredients in 20 minutes or less. So if you guys haven't checked that out yet, check it out. And you one, know, um, one last thing is um, I do do fish oil. So oh, right. I take a fish oil every day. So that helps me get the healthy omega-3s um, without eating the fish. I used to eat a lot of tilapia when I was yeah. like training for shows. You did too in the beginning, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like 10 years ago, I feel like tilapia was like the thing for fitness. Like everyone was kind of like hooked on it, like because it's really low fat and low, high protein. Yeah, it's low calorie, no carbs, yeah. no fat. It's yeah. basically just protein. Right. So I ate a lot of that and I did not enjoy it. But this was back in the day when I used to think that um, it was either delicious food or results yeah. like that's how I used to think it was either one or the other I didn't realize that you could actually eat things that taste good and well, get fit. well tilapia but. is like it's a tasteless food though so I know it, but the way I would cook it it was just so plain but like, you I had, would just bake it with like a little you know this is dash on but, it and it was so plain but it's so easy to make tilapia though like you put it in you the can, oven yeah. you put a bunch of spices on it it doesn't stink it tastes like yeah, what the spices yeah, are yeah. but it's not the highest quality source of fish either I know I don't want it now like I'm yeah. over that like if I were to choose the type of fish I would want to eat now. I think my salmon would be number one for me. Yeah. And then I like cod and halibut and things like that too. Yeah. But um, I think salmon is probably my fave. Yeah. Next question on Twitter from Valentina Cecilio says, how should one deal with poor air quality when trying to live lean? Left my clean air home country two years ago. Uh, oh man, I wonder what country you're living in. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with this? I think this kind of is the same answer as the guy with the sleep apnea. It's like you just do the best that you can with what you have. We understand that not everyone lives in California. You know, like we are lucky to live in a oh. gorgeous place with amazing weather and clean air and clean everything. Air. But well, it's somewhat polluted here. But yeah. <laughs> somewhat polluted. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the skies in LA? <laughs> But, you know, it's like, you know, like we talked about, not everything has to be perfect. Perfection is so overrated. It actually doesn't even exist. So forget about trying to make everything 
under your control and just do the best with where you are, what you have and what you can control. Yeah. You still are putting food in your mouth. You're still moving your body. You're still sleeping. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of other good things that you can do with your body. Don't let that small little thing ruin all of your progress. Or stop you from making any other actions. Yeah. Okay, next question. Oh, your turn. Your turn. This one is from Dahlia Milan Vela on Twitter. What's preferable if I just if I have just four to five hours because of my work to sleep? Should I sleep for four to five hours or sleep one hour less and work out? Okay, so meaning you'd sleep three to four hours and get a workout in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, I, that's a tough one. But if that's all you can do and that's the only way that you can fit in that's your workout, working hours. then honestly, I would get that workout in because you, would. you need the, you need the fitness, you need the activity, you need the calorie burn, mm -hmm. and I think you're still gonna be tired either way. Like five hours is not a lot of no, sleep per night, so either way you're gonna be exhausted. And I feel like if you had that little bit of workout, you would actually get a little more energy versus just being a zombie. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the question. So you say you have because of work. So you're working 19 hours a day. I know that does seem like a 20, lot. 19 to 20 hours a day. If we read that question correctly, there must be some that's opportunities. What, what I'm day. saying is like, yeah. you know what? You can probably like look at your schedule and figure out where you're, you know, I don't know, but I'm saying, minutes. you know, if you're yeah. 19 to 20 hours straight, like no breaks, no lunch hour, you know, you got four <laughs> minute Tabata workouts you could do. You got 15 minute, like our LiveLean15.com program, 15 minute workouts that you could fit in there. A lot of free it ones. It doesn't like have to be yeah. a 60 minute workout. Like you, you can fit in a workout in a shorter period of time, but you just got to up the intensity mm -hmm. to make it worth every single second count during mm -hmm. that workout. So mm -hmm. um, you're saying like, if you have four to five hours and that's it, like I would say, don't work out for an hour. I would say like choose livelyfifteen.com yeah. or you know something a little shorter but really intense and then get that sleep in. Yeah, I agree. And then also try to be active. I, you didn't say what your job is, but if you have a job where you have yeah. the opportunity to take the stairs, to sneak in a couple squats, you know, then you could kind of like sneak your workout in throughout the day. Yeah, or if it's an actually very active job, like you're a mover, like you move furniture all day. I mean, that's oh God, pretty, for 19 hours. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much your workout right there. So don't yeah. even have, don't like, get your then sleep in. Then I would in. sleep, yeah. So the, the answer depends. is it depends. Yeah. Okay, so we have Titan from Twitter says, uh, this is the Black McLovin. <laughs> oh, you got two questions yeah. in. <laughs> um, what can I use to scramble eggs besides butter or margarine? I love eggs, mainly scramble. Thanks, guys. Uh, eggs, my fave. Yeah, we love I eggs too. I love eggs, too, man. Yeah. But I haven't used margarine, margarine or butter in scrambling my eggs since my parents made it for me when I was four <laughs> years old, five years old. Uh, coconut oil, man. Like... That's that. That's the the fat that you gotta start using to cook food over heat with. Another one is avocado oil. Um, we are all about the coconut oil. You guys probably know by now. We're like pretty much obsessed with coconut oil, and we like the kind of like tropical flavor that it has. If you don't and you want something that has that butter flavor, I would 100% go with butter over margarine. Margarine is 
out. Yeah, but if you don't like the coconut flavor, you can get refined coconut oil, mm -hmm. which takes the flavor out of it. So it's flavorless, but you still get the healthy fats from the coconut oil and, you know, the grease in the pan so the eggs don't stick and all the benefits of it. So I've actually seen they came out with butter flavored coconut yeah, oil. Have you seen that? I've seen it on the market. I, we haven't tried it, but it does exist. So yeah. if you really want that butter flavor, try that. Yeah. So margarine, dude, like margarine is so out. Like it's not even. So 1980. It's not even like in the house. Not even. If your neighbor has margarine, move. That's how bad you want to stay away from margarine. It's on the junk list. If it's yeah. like if it's within a hundred meters of you, like you're contracting the bad properties of the margarine. Do not uh, fall for the marketing because on the label it's going to tell you that it's healthier and whatever. Yeah. No, margarine is a modified processed food. It is out. Butter we consider healthier than margarine. Okay. Next question on Twitter from Nick. N Shane 97 says starting out slightly overweight with a goal to lose weight and gain muscle both should I lose weight before I build muscle okay so this is the classic cut versus bulk or yeah. what should I do first kind of question we've answered this a lot of times on here before you guys know living lean is not about going through bulking and cutting phases it's about working you know step by step towards your long-term goals and maintaining that for the rest of your life so when you're working towards living lean it's a combination of both building lean muscle that you'll sustain forever and reducing your body fat. So you have to get your nutrition and your workouts on point for that goal of living lean. It may take you longer when you're not doing like a severe cut because when people do a cut, usually they're in a really pretty significant calorie deficit, which makes the fat come off faster, but then you also lose your muscle at the same time. So when you do it our way, you're slowly cutting, but also building at the same time. So, you know, the results may not be as drastic as fast, but you will get to a point where you're sustaining the body you actually want forever. Yeah, so we shouldn't say that we don't do bulk or cuts. I know, well, right? Because we, we had the same, this, yeah. like we had the same discussion last time. It's, yeah. We don't do it to the extreme, like mm -hmm. you said. Yeah. So we do have in phases. In a way, we do. Yeah. Where we we're phases, goal is but... to lose body fat. We do have phases where our goal is to lose or to build to muscle. Build strength but or, it's not yeah. all out muscle and gaining fat at the same time, or it's not it's all, the all out, out fat starvation. loss yeah. and losing muscle at the same time. Right. We're maintaining muscle. We're burning fat at the same time with the style of workouts and the nutrition and the diets that we promote. Yes. And you have so, to have a little more patience, but so it will take you it. longer, like you yeah. said, but, but to answer your question, um, we would need to know more about your body fat percentage and how much do you weigh? Like you say you're slightly overweight. Like that's so such a generic term. Like it means something to somebody, something mm -hmm. to somebody else. Could mean three pounds or 50 pounds. So you're a dude. So let's just say for instance, if you were 15% body fat, um, I would try to get you down to like 10% and then have you start building muscle a little more seriously or a little more aggressive um, than building muscle at 15% because like we want, we don't want to add any more fat cells to your body. If you're already 15%, we want to make sure that we're taking it a little more safe. So let's drop the body fat a little bit. That's, this is just the example if you're 15%. So if you're already 10%, then it's time to start building some muscle if you're not happy. But you said you're slightly overweight at 10%, you're probably not there. So we would need more information, but I think you get the point based on what I just said. Yeah, but honestly, anybody at any body fat percentage, if they started doing a program like Afterburn, for example, you would notice you're, you're getting muscle definition at the same time yeah. as you're losing fat. It's not like you're just losing fat no. only, you know? So you're going to notice some gains it's, and some losses happen simultaneously. It's because we use resistance training. Right. So weight training 
to lose fat. So mm -hmm. we're, use, we're lifting weights, we're creating more afterburn in our body, we're burning calories, we're increasing our metabolism, we're building muscle. That's what then helps shut off that fat. So like, like, like you said, yeah. it's like we're not just like all out calorie crushing on the treadmill and just burning into everything. Yeah. We do it at like the same time. Five hours a day of slow incline treadmill yeah. walking plus like celery for dinner. No, yeah, it's no. like you don't want to just go on a pure cut and you also don't want to go on a pure bulk, but do both, brother. Okay, we have Neva Griffith on Twitter says, why is there such a debate about potatoes and beans being paleo? Ah, potato what and beans. What is this? Um, honestly, like, forget what, what is, is paleo, paleo or isn't. What yeah. isn't paleo? Figure out what works for you. Mm -hmm. So what I found works for me is more paleo-ish type foods, but I still eat potatoes, and you'll talk to five paleo people to say eat potatoes you'll talk to another five paleo people to say don't eat potatoes mm -hmm. so it's like what works for you forget what other people say put it to the test and figure out test your body see what happens yeah. i don't eat beans because beans make me too and they give me gas and my body doesn't adjust them very well and i had a food allergy test and they scored very high on the food allergies for me personally I don't agree with brad yeah so this is what i'm saying like you gotta figure it out for yourself like there's no perfect diet for everybody yeah and honestly why does it matter if it's paleo or not does it really bother you that much if you like potatoes and you're eating them but then you just feel all guilty because they aren't considered paleo yet you're getting wicked results well, it's like not if what you does like. it really matter it's not what do you mean you just said, what if you like eating potatoes? Well, I like eating pizza all the time, but it's not yeah. like I'm going to eat pizza all the time. <laughs> I know, so, but does it, like, if you were trying so hard to be paleo and pizza's not paleo, like, would you not eat it just because you want to be paleo more than you want that pizza once in a while? Well, I know that pizza is not healthy every day. That's oh, why no, I, don't I know eat that it. too. Yeah, but maybe she just wants to eat potatoes once a week. You know? Okay, yeah. You can do whatever you I, want. I, what I'm I, trying to say is, like, don't try to restrict yourself to the little paleo box because why you know like what's the reason for that anyway it I, just drives me nuts when people have all these like rules about what is and isn't acceptable when it has it doesn't even correlate to what results you're seeing yeah. you know i mean i eat potatoes pretty much every day sweet potatoes yeah. usually we very rarely eat like white potatoes i still would but i just like the taste of sweet would, potatoes not, better and sweet potatoes are more nutritious so yeah but it's, we have nothing against white potatoes, but we just like sweet potatoes better. if like tomorrow, the Paleo Society, like 100% of Paleo people said, potatoes, we decided they're out. I would still eat potatoes because I know that they work well with my body. So figure you out... You wouldn't be upset about them shunning you out of their club? No, I okay. wouldn't. Okay, all right. Okay, next question on Snapchat from Dex2Real says, So far, I'm 190 pounds with 11.6% body fat, trying to get to 200 pounds, 205, or 200 to 205 pounds. Most days I struggle to get enough so quantity of food to help gain muscle. My question is, is it healthy to consume like a tablespoon of coconut oil throughout the day to help increase my caloric intake? Okay, so I know gaining weight can be just as much of a challenge sometimes as losing weight. Like some, I feel like the talk is always about weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, but there, you know, people who wanna gain lean muscle yeah. is just as hard, it's, if not harder. I, I yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think it's harder. Yeah, so um, this is a great question. I love talking about weight gain sometimes because just to talk about something different. But um, yeah, I definitely think you, when you're looking to increase your calories, it's much better for you to go to healthier sources yeah. like coconut oil versus 
what are what's your other choice? A donut from Seven yeah. Eleven? You know, like you got to stick to the healthier foods if you don't want to, you know, if you want to see your body like gain muscle instead of fat. So yeah. I would definitely go with fats over sugars. Yeah, that's like, what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Is like uh, Dex, I know you did the, my Live Lean Mass program, and in that program, it's a muscle building program. We talk about that program being it's a muscle building program, but it's not adding bulky fat along with the muscle that you typically see in muscle building programs, people mm-hmm. who are on a bulk. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons is, is because we're in a slight calorie surplus, so like two to 300 calories a day surplus to help us build muscle. But those, that surplus in calories is not coming from sugar and from refined crap that you see like the Pop-Tarts and everything else that you see other people eat. It's coming from a higher consumption of fats. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, coconut oil, nut butters. Mm-hmm. So like you're bang on. Avocados. Yeah, yeah, you're bang on. You say if you need to increase your calories through the day, a quick source of healthy calories would be a tablespoon of coconut oil. That's going to give you 140 extra calories right there. Mm-hmm, just in one tablespoon. And if you don't want to have just a tablespoon of coconut oil, like you could throw that into your smoothie. So if your smoothie's yeah, already or planned. Or coffee or mix it with yeah. your vegetables. You can really like add it yeah. to your food so you don't have to just swallow it like a, you know, yeah. like a pill. <laughs> yeah. Or like... Uh, nut butter. Like, go have a tablespoon of almond butter. That's actually pretty good right off the spoon. That's what yeah. I do. When I have a craving, like hunger craving for something, I will go get some almond butter. I'll take a tablespoon of it. I'll eat it. And I'll usually have like a, a hot green tea or something as well just to help satiate the body and just... What, why is it like... Something about warm tea, tea is, is just really like, satisfying. It's comforting yeah. mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. And then the, the, the uh, hunger just goes away. It can help you forget your craving altogether. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, this is more of like a weight loss hack than a weight gain hack, but like brushing your teeth right after dinner. If you're one of those people who cannot stop snacking after dinner, like you keep going for more, um, go ahead and brush your teeth. And that's for weight loss though. But for Dex, you might want to have like a weight gainer smoothie after your dinner. Yeah, but a weight gainer smoothie that you make on well, your I own. Well, I know, a healthy one. No, you got to say that because we get that question a lot. Not when you buy from GNC. Well, weight gainers, like the pre-made weight gainers, if anybody out there is thinking about taking them, like just look at the ingredients. They're filled with crap. A lot of sugar. It's just like, Mm -hmm. what can we throw in there? Like what kind of... Just to make the calories Throw a yoga mat in there. Let's throw in like some dirt. Like let's (laughs) increase the calories. Make it yourself. Like I could... We, we have one on Team Levine. We do. I was going to say, on Team Levine, we have like a... It's a pina colada flavor. It's really good. And it's like yeah. 800 calorie or yeah. 1,000 calorie smoothie. And yeah. it's like... And the smoothie you make every day is 600 calories. Yeah. So that it, that right there could totally, you know, bump you up to your calorie level that you need yeah. to hit. So, so there you it's go. It's possible. And I know like, you know, you might feel super stuffed and super full if you're not used to eating the amount of food you need to eat to gain weight. But if you take some of it in liquid form, drinking it is easier. Drinking it is easier than trying to eat like too many vegetables and and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I would say put that coconut oil on your veggies, put it in places so you don't have to just, yeah. Or just eat it, whatever you want. Okay. Gret Barr says on Snapchat, so many people are talking about post-workout high-carb meals and how it's important to have a high-carb intake after a workout. I always thought that protein is important post-workout, not carbs. Was wondering, what's the reasoning behind this theory and if you guys agree to that? And if yes, what types of carbs do you recommend post-workout? All right, so the idea is post-workout protein and post-workout carbs. carbs. Mm-hmm. When people are talking about it, it's not just you go Alone. 100% sugar and that is it. Mm-hmm. The, so the theory behind it is carbohydrates will help shuttle the amino acids. That's when you, the protein's broken down, the broken down into amino acids. The, the sugar will help spike insulin, which will then help 
shuttle those amino acids into the muscle to help recover, repair, and grow. Mm -hmm. So that's the idea of it. So to get that um, transportation of the protein to the muscle, you have to have the sugar in there as well. So it's not just like an all-out sugar fest. It's protein and carbohydrates, and then typically fat is kept lower post-workout because fat will um, slow the absorption of the protein in the muscle tissue. So that's why right. it's protein fat. Right, I was gonna say fats typically slow down digestion. Sugars typically speed, speed it, up. it up. So that's the difference. That's what you want after post-workout. You do want a fast metabolism because that's, you know, you're doing repair of the, all that muscle tissue yeah. damage. So protein plus carbs and what types you asked. I would recommend, you know, still healthy sources, things like sweet potato or fruit. We often use bananas or other, you know, frozen fruits in our post-workout shakes. We also use like maple syrup or honey sometimes. Yeah, so it's a good mixture of like glucose and fructose. So some like fructose helps replenish the glycogen in the liver where glucose helps replace the glycogen in the muscle cells and a little back and forth between those two. So make sure you get a source of the fructose from fruit. So banana is typically a good source of uh, sugar afterwards. They're just easy to keep in and your house it, and in your freezer. Yeah, yeah. it's easy to eat, mm -hmm. throw it in a blender. Yeah. And then a quick source of glucose. So like maple syrup we like, we like honey, sweet potatoes, like you mm -hmm. said. Um, so those are the ways um, I prefer honey or maple syrup over sweet potatoes post-workout in the shake because it's faster, less fiber. I would say if we had to pick two like that are just our go-to favorites, it would be what? Banana and maple syrup, right? Yeah. That's, that's like our normal, like our yeah. kind of like classic live lean post-workout shake. And it tastes good. Half a banana, a quick dash of maple syrup and your protein powder and water and you're like good to go if you yeah. really just want to simplify things. And I think that recipe is even in our Live Lean 20 diet, right? As the post-workout shake. Um, was there something else in that smoothie? Something there might like have been that, berries. Yeah. A lot of times I'll put banana and berry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a simple quick answer for you, but there are more than one option for what to have post-workout, but that's just like the easiest, simplest go-to thing that yeah. we always have. And so hopefully that clears up the misconception mm -hmm. of carbohydrates and protein and why you should have both post-workout and the, the theory behind it. Yeah, it's not all about the carbs, but I think people talk more about the carbs because people freaking yeah. love carbs because they're more exciting than protein. And that's the time to have yeah. The, the fast digesting carbs. So if you're gonna have a like pizza or something um, like those sour patch, like whatever your has a lot of fat. I know. I was too. just thinking that yeah. too. But so, yeah, sour patch kids like, or like if you, um, some Gatorade. If or you like, have a craving yeah, for like soda. just sugar, like candy, yeah, that's the time to yeah. have it. Yeah. Although it's not the best source because you're getting no. in all that other junk with it. Yeah. But if you have to. Post-workout is when it is. Go earn it in the gym and then have it as your reward afterwards. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, so we have Madison from Snapchat as well. Says, uh, thank you for your response to my question. As of now, I'm sitting at 11% body fat, eating 112 grams of protein, 127 of carbs, and 53 of fat, weight training five times per week, and hit cardio sprint session on the treadmill per week. Um, I can see my abs somewhat, but still feel soft. Calories around 1420. I don't know what to do next. Scared of eating more and gaining body fat, and I can't eat any green veggies due to stomach problems. So, no big ass salads for bulking up my meals if I drop calories. What can I do? And if to increase calories, which macros? Well, I know what I would say to that. 
What's up? What, oh, what would you? I thought. I think what you're gonna say is how long you've been doing this, right? <laughs> patience. Was that what you're gonna say? Yeah. What can you do next? Be patient. Yeah. And keep doing it, because what you're saying there is pretty much bang on. Like I don't know enough details. Although, yeah, um, I don't know what your your weight is. Yeah. You said what your body fat is, but 14, 20 calories is pretty low. So I'm hoping that you're short. <laughs> well, yeah, in Madison, I'm assuming female, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Um, like so we don't know everything. And we don't know your age about either, that, but. Or, Five times yeah. lifting weights a week, that's great. Four times hit, that's great. That might be a little much, but mm -hmm. you know, if you're really serious and you- I'm hoping you have at least one day off per week. We always recommend one recovery day per week where you're not doing lifting or, or hit. Yeah, or just a day where you still go to the gym, but you just focus more on, you know- Not lifting or hit, just like something recovery Something recovery, yeah, yoga, exactly. stretching. And then you say, um, yeah, I mean, like, I would just leave it at patience. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Do it for six yeah. to 12 weeks, and, you know, you're going to start seeing results. But remember, like, this is, a, we're playing the long game here. We're not in this for the short term. If you can't keep that up for, you know, pretty much for the rest of your life or for an extended period of time, then, you know, like, it's not a lifestyle. Consider a more um, sustainable approach. Yeah, like, you yeah. could drop back on the weight training and the hit sessions. Like, you could do four uh, weight training sessions a week, two hit sessions, and one day off. Mm -hmm. um, you could eat more calories. Like, we don't know enough details, but 1420 at that activity level is pretty low, mm -hmm. and that's going to have an effect on your metabolism eventually. Mm -hmm. So that's long-term, 1420 is not enough. Like, I'm just making that recommendation Unless you're right really now. short. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're a really short person, like under five feet tall, I would guess at that calorie level, it might be enough for you. But if you're over five feet and you're like, I don't know. It's just we need more information to answer this question. But the other thing I would say is you say you're weight training five times per week. That is a lot. Like Brad said, you could cut that back a little bit. Make your weight training sessions more intense but less frequent. And I feel like that would help you with your recovery because if you're still feeling soft, sometimes people don't understand how important recovery is. Like it doesn't matter how much you train, if you're not recovering, you're not gonna see much results. So, you know, as a coach, like sometimes my clients are like shocked. I tell them to work out less and the results get better. So I think if you were my client, that's probably what I would do with you. So in one last thing, before I forget to mention it is, you say you are lifting five times a week. We don't know what that workout looks like or it's consisting of. Like, mm -hmm. is it just isolation exercises, no compound exercises, so no squats, no presses, no deadlifts, and it's mainly just machine work and, mm -hmm. you know, a little, like, booty work here and there. five pound dumbbells. Yeah, like, yeah. so that, that matters. And then we don't know the kinds of foods you're eating to make up those macros either. So, you know, it's a great question. Um, it sounds like you're on the right path. Keep doing it. And if you want to follow up with us with the answers to the questions that we just had for you, do it and we can follow up with more. Yeah. So that's um, it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to mention the thing about what you can do if you don't eat greens? Uh, what do you, you can. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I just don't know if we're making it too long. But well, we we're still just... recording. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. No, Are you like talking to me as if the camera's not rolling right now or what? Are you really leaving this part in? Yes, right, this is, okay, we, we just right. roll with this. Okay, one more thing. I just is this your first to show? 
Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the greens thing a little bit because I've had clients in the past who also can't stomach greens, like a client with Crohn's disease or something like that, who just can't handle the amount of fiber that we recommend eating. Because you guys know, we're always talking about, um, you know, to get yourself full and feeling satisfied, eat a lot of fibrous vegetables because they're really low in calories. They have almost no impact to your you know, your diet, but you can eat plentiful and like abundant amounts of them, but you're saying you can't do that. So it seems like, um, you're looking for ways to bulk up your meals. If you drop calories, I think already your calories are a little bit low. So, and it's really easy to bulk up your calories with non green foods. So yeah, I would love to know more about what you were eating. Like I said, if you wanted to become a custom coaching client, I could tell you exactly what foods I would recommend and what amounts and what macro split and stuff like that. So if I were you, I'd look into custom coaching, um, or maybe write us another question for the show and just give us a little more information about you so we can do a follow up. Awesome guys. That's, yeah. that's the show. Thank okay. You. Sorry about that awkwardness. That, that was awkward. Was I was awkward. like, I what, thought, are you know, talking? I thought he was going to edit. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you not watched the show? It's well, it's straight, not a live show. It's straight through people. All right, we, whatever. We, we don't edit. All right. We're All right. So, uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much. That's episode number 38. Yeah. 38. So now we're on our way to 40. Thank you guys so much for the but, questions. I, yeah. I wanted to say we are considering, yep. Just, we're considering doing a kind of change up, like changing oh, yeah. this show into something different because as fun as Q and A's are, they can get a little old and repetitive after a while, you have to admit. So if you're tired of listening to us answer endless questions, please let us know if we should do a switch because we have an idea of what else. Oh, we I think do. we talked about that last episode. Yeah, we did. So think, we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll check out the comments, but you guys leave comments below. Let us know what Make you think. Make sure of, you watched episode 37. Like call-in shows or, you know, you leave your phone number, we call you, you ask us a question, we'll record it, that sort of thing. So a little more interactive, um, you know, just something different that you don't see very often on YouTube. So And that involves you guys more because that's really like yeah. this show is to involve you. So if we can do that even more, then that's what we want to do because you guys are the bomb. So question of the day. I, I was thinking the other day I had a question. I was walking somewhere and I was like, oh, this is a question I want to ask. Uh, on, okay. On, but I can't, I'm kind of blanking right Should now. Should we have another awkward moment? <laughs> You're so, edit this, right? so unless you have a question, uh, do you have a question you want to ask? Um, yeah, I kind of do. I have one about okay, measuring progress. Ahead. Okay. I'll have to write it down next time. I... Yeah. I'm curious from you guys, because you know, the majority of talk about, um, getting in shape and getting fit and everything is about weight loss. Like we're always saying, we're always talking about weight loss. So for you guys, you know, what is your goal? Is it weight loss or is it something else? And also how, what do you use to measure your progress? Are you stepping on the scale once a week or, you know, what are you doing to measure your progress? There you go. Tell us below. We need right. to know. Start the conversation. Yes. We, this is two way street peeps. It's not just us putting out content. We need to hear from you as well. Leave your damn comments below. Even Don't if, be so shy. Even seriously. if it's, even if it's just to say hi, yeah. or even if it's just like, Jessica, I love that color on you. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Or thanks. I love that makeup. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Leave like, it below. No, really. Okay, Don't be we're shy. We're rambling. Don't be shy. Thanks for watching. Stop it. And keep. Comment. Live and leave. Okay. Bye. Bye. Big shout out to all our Live Lean podcast listeners. We love you and would so appreciate it if you would give this podcast a review. We need your feedback to improve and grow. So please give us a review right now.